missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Did you say brackets? Brackets. Brackets. Yeah, brackets, 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 baby, fill out your brackets. It's bracket time, Shaw. Bracketology. Bracket, 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 bracket. My wife, very excited yesterday. She's doing the Mr. Burns. Excellent. <laughs> got all her brackets ready to rock and roll. We've got brackets on our website, on our app, if you want to win 100 bucks in cash, courtesy of Flipside Pub and Grill. Newies Vogue and the City Meat Market down in New Alban have the best bracket out of everybody. And if Duke wins by 10 in the national championship game, we're all getting free corn dogs. Pucks by. That's right. I hope it happens. I really do. I really do. I just, you know me, I'm a mean-spirited person, Shaw. That's just kind of what I live off of. It's my energy. And uh, to see him have to swallow his pride and go out and buy all them damn corn dogs <laughs> for the hundreds, if not thousands, of people that sign up on our website or app, that would be great. But uh, March Madness is here, Shaw, and here's mm-hmm. some interesting stats. Oh, here we go. And info. About. Are you going to bracketologize? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I bet you are. I love it. You're going to be home all week. You watch TV. You got nothing better to do. Right? I should come over. Catching all the games. Man, I'll come over and we'll just drink beers and we'll watch all the games and we'll bet money. It'll be great, Shaw. I'll be in my little recliner. I'll be in that love seat right next to you. We can hold hands and share the remote. And yeah, I'm here for it, Shaw. I'm here for it. Estimated $10 billion. That's billion with a B. Going to be wagered on March Madness games this year. (laughs) Really? uh, Which is about 30% more than the Super Bowl. 4% 4% of, or excuse me, 4%, 4 billion of that will be bet illegally. I don't know why you'd go illegal anymore. Is there better odds? I mean, a lot of people are going to throw five bucks in an office pool or something. I guess like you yes. consider yeah, that yeah, illegal, yeah. but uh, but yeah, there's so many avenues now to bet legally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the annual revenue, by the way, for the NCAA last year was nearly $1.2 billion. The NCAA distributes around $170 million of that to D- uh, D1 schools. They keep the rest of that, Shaw. That means the uh, NCAA is getting rich. Basketball player's highest paid coach, uh, John Calipari of Kentucky. Makes $8.1 million, the players. The NCAA shells out zero. Uh, of course, they get a you know scholarship and free room and board and all that stuff and meals and health care and whatnot. But uh, they're now they're doing NFTs and all that stuff. They'll be fine. The NILs. Name, image, likeness. Mm-hmm. They'll, be, they'll be fine. Uh, they'll, they'll be fine. Corporate bosses supposedly lose $13.8 billion a year due to unproductive workers during the tournament. Yeah. The average worker spends six hours watching games. It's usually only in the first couple of rounds, right? Because right. after that, it stops being an all-day uh, mm-hmm. basketball mm-hmm. fest and the games move to primetime, essentially. Uh, even though uh, people who aren't fans, they can still become invested if they do NCAA bracket pools at work or online. The odds of finishing with a perfect bracket. One in 120 billion, Shaw. So you're saying there's a chance. It's always interesting to see how long it can go. Mm -hmm. Somebody's always got some crazy upset that nobody else had, and then they move on to the next round. But uh, nobody's ever had a perfect bracket. I don't think it's possible. 50 million people have participated in NCAA bracket pools. And according to WalletHub.com, there's a 19% increase in beer sales (laughs) during March Madness. No big surprise. 19% 19% increase in pizza orders by fans af- after losses versus wins. Dessert orders also shoot up 9% for losing fans. A little comfort food right. after you lose your uh, lose your bracket. And uh, the four number one seeds this year, Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, Kansas. This is the first time since seeding began in 1979 that the ACC has only one team among the top four seeds. That's Duke, a number two seed, 
Gonzaga, number one for the fifth time ever. All of them since 2013. They've been pretty damn good since then, Shaw. And uh, the uh, Big Ten has nine teams in the tournament. More than any other More than any other conference. Including, of course, the Wisconsin Badgers, who play Friday against Colgate at the Pfizer. Take a look at how much tickets cost for that. I didn't. I bet it ain't cheap. I bet it ain't cheap either. <laughs> but there you go. Some interesting stats and info about the tournaments, betting, and all that stuff. March Madness. Make your picks on our website. It doesn't cost you anything. And you can walk away with $100 in cash. Again, thanks to the Flipside Pub and Grill. Nui's Vogue, the city meat market, and us here at 95.7 The Round. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by... BetUS.com. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, The Morning Sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. 2017 is how far back we're going, Shaw. Not too many years, but five years ago, 2017, a video went viral on the interwebs, as they tend to do, of a giant chicken. A giant chicken. Oh, I think I remember this one. It was huge. The Brahma chicken. Yep. Some sort of prehistoric freak mutant chicken. That I want nothing to do with. But Puck was in here talking about putting it in his smoker. 2017, we discovered the Brahma chicken. Something that's been around for a long time, but none of us here knew anything about it. That thing had legs, legs. Like, human legs. (laughs) It was creepy. It comes out of its little chicken hut thing, whatever the hell you call it. Hen house, strutting around like some kind of freaky dinosaur. Eric said in an email, where the hell is Peter Griffin? Yeah, I don't want to mess it, with it. I think it would fit. That would so that would. It would fit in my smoker. <laughs> I could so smoke that chicken. Dude, I don't want anything. If you bring that chicken to lacrosse, I'm out. I am moving back to New England. I'm out of here. I'm, I don't want to be anywhere near that chicken. It's got some kind of thing. It's mystical voodoo chicken. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want that chicken anywhere near me, man. <laughs> Yeah, I need like a regular chicken next to it for school. I don't know that I've ever That's seen what I'm you saying. so yeah. worked up about anything like that. Man, I thought it was safe on land. That's what it was. Like, if you avoid the lions, then you're good. But that chicken can go anywhere. You know some idiot lacrosse is going to get that chicken. You, This is your Because people in lacrosse love chickens. I don't know what the hell's going on. There's going to be freaking chickens everywhere, man. Big giant ones. You get around the corner with you walking your dogs. Super you know? potent steroid chickens. I don't need that. It's crazy, man. This ain't some kind of, like, unique pet thing where you got, oh, you got a cool rat. You know, you go up next to, you remember in the 80s? Go get ice cream and there'd be that one weird dude from town that had a rat. Yes. Or some crazy guy in a bar with a bird. He's like the bird guy. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody's going to have this freaking chicken. They're going to have some kind of, what do they call those pets? Uh, They're the... the... Killers? No. Well, that, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't deal with it. I don't want that chicken anywhere near me. Brahma chicken. Mm Mm-hmm. You can hear the rest of our conversation about the Brahma chicken from 2017 on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. The Monday morning throwback from 2017, the Brahma chicken, when we first discovered it thanks to that viral video. The uh, Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Updated their menu recently, Shaw. They didn't put Brahma chicken on the menu, (laughs) but they do have a shrimp po' boy. 
uh, on Fridays. And they're also sponsoring a, uh, a puzzle triathlon at Karst Brewing, which is a cool little brewery up there in Fountain, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Preston. And that's on uh, April 3rd, I believe. So big thanks to the guys and gals at the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop, Brahma Chicken from 2017. Freaky ass. Mm, it's a big chicken. Giant chicken. And Puck's right. They should have had a regular chicken out there for scale. But you could tell how big this bitch is. Well, yeah. Oh. It was about next to a building. It wasn't too hard to tell. And that thing is just strutting around like it owns the joint. I thought I was safe on land, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Not so much. Why do I live in cold, cold climates? Because there's no snakes in the wintertime. All right, I'm good. You're just swimming around in a pond down there in Florida where it's nice all year round, and all of a sudden a gator gets you. Not up here. I can't go anywhere now. There's friggin' <laughs> Brahma chickens. Lydia says, were you thinking of a service animal? Uh, no, I was thinking, I think, glamour pets. You know, people get these glamour pets, Shaw. They get, like, right. some sort of unique animal. I don't want nothing to do with no Brahma chicken. Mutant-ass giant dinosaur chicken left over from the prehistoric age. Hell no. Mm-hmm. That thing's been living in a cave somewhere. And somebody, hey, Bran, thank God put that rock there for a reason to keep that Brahma chicken in there. That's why. Should leave him in there. Freaky-ass chicken. I had a whole other panic attack this weekend watching that video again. <laughs> Getting ready for the Monday morning throwback. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning thanks to BetUS.com. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Rise and shine. The best of the morning sickness. Too early for flapjacks? Only on 95.7 The Rock. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Mike Tyson... Has I did not own, see uh, about my has, has his own uh, line of edibles. CBD edibles. Yeah, I'm with you so far. <laughs> the edibles, the, the gummies, they're yes. shaped like ears. Oh, jeez. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Uh, well, get the cash while you can, I guess. Dude, brilliant marketing, though, right? Yeah. Like, what are you yeah. going to... It's either going to be yeah. a pigeon, right? Or it's going to be an ear. ear. I mean, we know, obviously, that he, he bit uh, Holyfield on the ear twice in that fight. What happened here? He got bit, I think. Ah. Evander Holyfield, look out! He's pushed right here, above us, by Tyson. He got bit in the ear. Oh, my, oh my goodness, God. he's got a bloody right ear. Holyfield bit by... Mike Tyson. Yeah, he bit his ear all right. Oh, he did, yes. Yeah. Uh, twice, I believe. Yep. Uh, but he's uh, he's obviously, you know, retired from boxing, and and uh, he, uh, you know, been in some movies and what, a Hangover, obviously, most famously. Uh, and now he's got a weed empire, and uh, he's capitalizing on, on that moment from 1997 with uh, ear-shaped edibles with a bite taken out of them. That's the best part. It's not just shaped like an ear. There's actually like... It's so little. How can you even tell that that it's got a piece out of it? Isn't it just a little tiny gummy that's like this big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks like an ear. You can tell. I mean, you look at it. It's got the whole ear canal thing, you know, like the little... Whatever you want to call that. But uh, Mm -hmm. Tyson has uh, apparently been building a weed empire ever since he tried cannabis products for the first time and claimed it profoundly affected his life. In 2018, Tyson's business sold cannabis products, including flowers, edibles, and pre-rolls. And his uh, first major endeavor into the cannabis sector was Tyson Ranch, a 40-acre cannabis ranch in California. Uh, from there, he launched a cannabis-named podcast called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. 
And uh, after the ranch failed, he announced an overhaul, Tyson 2.0, a new line of products, including uh, these edibles that are shaped like an ear. Good for him. Turning a negative into a positive, I guess. I don't know, man. I might just fade into Bolivian, you know what I mean? Um... (laughs) Might as well fade into Bolivian. Favorite. By far my favorite. I know. By far. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Thanks to BetUS.com. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. It's bracket time, Gene. Bracket time. Bracket time. Bracket time. March Madness starts tonight with the first four. And whether you pick based on percentages or... The color of the jersey mm-hmm. or the mascot, mascot which whatever one it is. Each other one up. Yeah, do the Christy mm-hmm. X. Need help picking your college bracket this year? I've won the office pool nine years in a row. Then follow Barb from HR. I just picked the team with the best outfits. Forget player stats, season records, or expert picks. My grandson loves the color purple, so I always pick the purple team. Yep, nine years in a row. If I can't pronounce it, I'm not picking them. Barb cleans up. Sorry, Gons. Gorgonzola. Barb the Bracket Master. I'm not picking you this year. Once your teams have been eliminated in the first round, you'll wish you'd followed her. Gorgonzola. (laughs) March Madness begins today with the first four playing round. That's good. Obviously, fill out a bracket on our website for your chance to win 100 bucks in cash thanks to the City Meat Market, Newey's Vogue, and the Flipside Pub and Grill. New survey says that 47% of people say they fill out their brackets based on the team's win-loss record. About half of us. 45% of people say they mostly go with their gut, which is another way of saying they're totally guessing. I don't know. I think this guy's going to win. 45% of people uh, look at the team's seed numbers. So if you're a 5 against a 12 or whatever it might be. 30% of people considering a team's performance in previous years. How did they do last year? How did they do five years ago? Uh I don't know if that really matters. Most of the players are there for a year or two at best. Uh, 26% use analytics. 23% of people weigh their personal connection to the school. 16% consider the conference. 15% look at projections. Then it gets a little more interesting. This is where we get the Christy Nixes of the world. 14% of people say they base their pick on the name of the school or the team. 5% select a winner based on the team's colors. And another 5% do it based on the team's mascots. 2% say it's something else. (laughs) Overall, 27% of people plan to do a bracket this year and put a little money on it, while 36% of people say they'll do one just for fun without wagering anything. Uh, Among those people who are putting money on a bracket, the average bet $60. 67% of people are planning on playing it safe and keeping their bets below 50 bucks. Other fans are really going for it. 4% said they're going to drop more than $250 on a bracket. Mm, That's a... Or brackets, if you do multiple. Bet big, win big. Gene, that's that's the theory. Uh, our bracket does not cost you anything. It's on our absolutely website. free. 100% free, but you fill it out and you can win that $100 in cash. Thanks to the City Meat Market, Nui's Vogue, and the Flipside Pub and Grill. Christy Nix, what does she do? Team colors? I, she used to do team colors. Well, she won for like right. five years in a row. Yeah. And I think it was, it was colors. It was I, uniforms. Yeah, uniform colors. Mm-hmm. Some people uh, go mascot, right? So I don't know what the uh, Colgate mascot is, but Badgers against whatever their mascot is. What is it? I don't know. Google it. You Google I'm, it? I'm 
Yeah, but it might not be that fast. A badger's a pretty ferocious creature, right? We know that. Honey badger. Honey honey badger don't play no no stuff. We know that. What's the Colgate? Are they like the front runners, the Colgate the front runners? The raiders. Yeah, I would take a badger over a raider any day. Yeah. I mean, what is a raider? Uh, well, he looks is like, like he's a, a guy. Like a knight? Like uh, uh, this guy looks more happy than that. I mean, like, like a medieval armor wearing dude. Mm, uh, he's wearing a jersey and a funny hat. Okay. Yeah, I'll take a badger. A push-up badger. Over a knight any day. But some people, that's how they base their picks. I mean, it's it's obviously completely up to you, but make sure you fill out your bracket on our website or on our app for your chance to win 100 bucks in cash and maybe a corn dog. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Thanks to BetUS.com. Have you started spring cleaning? Uh, No. You have any plans for that this weekend, maybe? No, this weekend, there's a lot. High school, state basketball tournament and dance competition. So, no, it won't be around. But I, I, you know, I usually do when you get to open up the windows and you start cleaning, right. you know, and you. Hmm. Is this for just inside then? Mm, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, but uh, obviously, spring cleaning is right around the corner. Some people may have started it already, as you mentioned. Uh, opening the windows usually a good sign mm-hmm. that it's time to really do that deep, thorough cleaning. Not just, you know, sweeping and mopping, but getting down on your hands and knees. Those sure. kind of things. Moving the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, oof. Scary. But uh, the top ten things on our spring cleaning checklist. Do you have a checklist? Mm. You must. You're crazy about lists. No, not necessarily. But I, In I your mean, head, you know yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's been happening for 20 years, so you know exactly what needs to be done, right? Yeah. Swap out the clothes. Move the couch, vacuum behind it, all those things. Uh, half of people in a, in a new survey say they need at least two weeks to get all the spring cleaning done. Top chores on our to-do list, number one. Wash windows. Hold on one second. Stab at number one again. Clean your stove. Hmm. Showers and bathtubs. Uh-huh. Deep cleaning the bathroom. Uh-huh. Number one on the list of the top ten things on our spring cleaning checklist. The fridge is number two. That's a real pain in the ass. Taking everything out. It washing is. the shelves. Do you, uh, I saw somebody put like placemats. They get those like uh, plastic or rubbery placemats at like the dollar store. Sort of like what you do with your drawers. Mm-hmm. Your kitchen drawer. And then they put them in the, in the fridge so that if things do spill, uh, you're not cleaning it off the shelves. Yeah. You just bring, you, you know, Smart. you take, you do that, no? No, I have things in the produce drawers. Like uh, that you can wash. They're like a, I don't know, whatever. Like a basket like a, like, or something? Well, like a spongy kind of like a, right. I don't know, cloth. But Number three on the list of our top ten things on our spring cleaning checklist is organizing the garage. I was wondering about the outside because during the winter you just you'd stuff, stuff. Yep. Yeah. And it. Yep. <laughs> it goes out there, there and it just sits there. Too cold that's to a, mess yep, around with yep. it. Yep. Uh, cleaning out the pantry, number four. We did that recently. 
We have so many things that just sit around for years and years and years and end up way past the expiration date. Uh, mowing the lawn at number five. That's not a spring cleaning thing. That's no. just a... No. I, I would say maybe raking up um, sticks and branches and things that have fallen on the lawn over the wintertime, picking up dog poop, getting the lawn ready mm-hmm. for mowing. Uh, organizing the basement or attic. Again, another thing where stuff just gets placed there over time and you just kind of leave it. Raking leaves, number seven. Pruning bushes. I got to have somebody prune my... We got uh, our friggin... The bushes in the front of the house. They they triple in size in one year. They're obscenely big. Uh, planting new flowers for spring. Pulling weeds, number 10. We got a ways to go before any of that stuff no, happens. No, we're a All the outdoor stuff. Away. <laughs> These people must not live in, in nope, northern climate. Nope. Mopping, dusting, and pest control. Just missing the top 10. That's another one that I think we're going to do this year. Uh, have a pest guy over. We don't have any problems with pests. We do have the occasional spider here and there, but... It would be nice to just sort of establish a baseline when it comes to that stuff. Like, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. Maybe put a trap here or a trap there. Keep the bugs or whatever it is out of the house. More of a baseline establishment than anything. But yeah, it's almost time to start spring cleaning, Gene. Almost time. Well, 60 tomorrow. Yeah. That's awesome. Heats off, windows open, big time. Saturdays from 6 until 10. It's the best of the morning sickness. The morning sickness. I like the morning show. They got some good comedy going on. It's hilarious. It's a good morning show. Brought to you by BetUS.com. Make your first deposit at BetUS.com and get 125% in bonus cash when you use the code word ROCK. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Earlier this week, we spoke to McKenna from Gunnerson Health about their Minutes in Motion program. And you can sign up for that on their website, GunnersonHealth.org, O-R-G slash M-I-M. Basically, it's just a way to, you know, encourage you to get some exercise and then win prizes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, do a half an hour of something. Park and, farther away from, you know, take an extra couple blocks when you're walking the dog, go up the stairs, whatever that and is. And they've been doing this for 16 years, mm-hmm. uh, and they're urging you to register by today because they have extra par- uh, yeah. prizes. Yeah. For people who register by March 16th in honor of their 16th anniversary. That's cool. Uh, but your chance to win prizes and improve your health, which is really what it's all about. And as I as I, you know, had this conversation with McKenna earlier this week, it doesn't have to be running eight miles no, 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 on no. a treadmill. It doesn't Mm-mm. have to be riding your bike for four days straight. It has to it's small little things. An extra go an extra block when you take your dogs for a walk. You know what I mean? Don't just go around the block. Go around the block twice. Or maybe. take a break at work you know, yeah. during lunch. Go down to Riverside just, Park. Yep. Yep. Take a take a loop. Whatever it is. Um, do you have a fitness tracker on your phone? Do you do the steps or any of that stuff? I have a Fitbit and it's it's off and on. It's more seasonally. Like I don't wear it in the winter as much because right. it's like just There's, depressing. If I'm, right. But hey, I'm, fat ass, get up and move. <laughs> yeah, it's right. too cold to go that many steps outside. But yes, I do. Well, uh, pedometers, uh, ever since they've been incorporated into people's uh, watches and phones, lots of us have been striving to reach 10,000 mm-hmm. steps a day. That tends to be mm-hmm. the, the, the yeah, recommended marker, amount. Marker, yep. 10,000. Well, apparently that's wrong. Research, new research from the University of Massachusetts at Amherst uh, found that 10,000 steps is a myth and that apparently the ideal number is uh, less, quite a bit less, actually. Somewhere between 6,000 and 8,000 steps a day. Mm. 
The study concluded that striving for that range reduces the risk of early death for people who are 60 or older by 54%. That's, That's, that is significant. Right. It's not just like 8%. I mean, we're talking about Half. Uh, quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> by walking more than 8,000 steps, it doesn't actually add any benefits. It just kind of leveled off. But there's also no definitive association with walking speed either. Yeah, that's um, the thing. You don't have to, you just right, you don't have to power exercise. Uh, for what it's worth, this was a, a comprehensive research involving over 15 studies on walking and mora- uh, mortality, covering almost 50,000 people across four continents. So this wasn't just, you know, 2,000 people in the Massachusetts area. This was quite a bit of people. Uh, it does recommend a goal of 8,000 to 10,000 steps for people under 60, however. So uh, take that into account. <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't have to walk as much, but they still recommend... 10,000 steps for people under 60. So if you can, get out there and take a few extra steps. But you don't have to if you're over 60. I don't have that on my... Is that an app you just download and then the phone does it for you? Uh, I think so. I don't need my phone reminding me that I'm a fat tub of goo. Stop. Hey, you lazy piece of crap. Get off the couch. Stop eating all of the food in the fridge. (laughs) I'm good. I became an adult so I could eat what I want when mm-hmm. I want. Right, Gene? Mm-hmm. Is that why you became an adult? I think so, yeah. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. Brought to you by BetUS.com. Use the promo code ROCK and get 125% welcome bonus. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7. The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $30 of my morning show money up for grabs this week with your killing me jeans. Yeah. As Shaw is out for the rest of the week. Brad Williams too busy to play with us. Here we go. All my glory. Your time to shine, Gene. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you blatantly told listeners to say no. That you would not know the movie quote. That is absolutely true. 608-7840957 is the number. And again, if there is uh, one person here in the building right now that knows less movie quotes than Shaw, it's probably you. That's a safe bet, yes. Let's see what the caller thought. Who's this? Jeremy. Jeremy, are you familiar with how this game is played? I am. All right, Jeremy, do you think Jean's going to know the movie quote or not? I think she will not know it. You're going with no. That's a safe bet when it comes to Jeremy. Jean and movie quotes. She's worse <laughs> than Scott Robert Shaw. Jeremy, what are you going to do if you win my 30 bucks? Uh, let's give it to the Rock Foundation. Oh, look at this guy. How Jeremy nice is a nice smart, Jeremy. smart man. Yep. <laughs> Solid. $30 Solid. of my money potentially going bucks. to the Rock Foundation. Potentially, Gene. Potentially. But if you know the movie quote, we'll add 10 bucks to it. It'll be $40 tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, but next week. You don't think you know it. Jeremy doesn't think you know it. Mm-hmm. I think you know it. Jeremy's a genius. We were talking about this earlier today. In fact. You ready? Uh, sure. Listen closely, Gene. 
Do you know what the lamb says? No. Gunga, galunga. Gunga, gunga, gunga. You want to hear that again? Yes. Do you know what the lamb says? I know this one. No. Gunga, galunga. Gunga, gunga, gunga. Do you need to hear it a third time, or do you feel oh, no, confident? No, I knew it right away. In your in your skills here, there are very few movie quotes that you actually know, Gene, and it's super and few because the weather has improved, and we were actually talking about it. In fact, earlier this morning, and, we were. And uh, it's and trust me, I was looking at mine in the in the in the in the uh, garage yesterday. I was like, hey, your time to shine is coming up here in just a bit, so be ready, Gene. The movie, Uh that would be Caddyshack. Gunga, Galunga. Gene, you knew it? I did. It's golf season. It's motorcycle season. Spring has sprung. It's sprung. And uh, in honor of golf season, I thought it would be... That's fun. thought it would be a good day to play a yeah. quote yeah. from uh, the perhaps the ultimate golf movie. Caddyshack. You got it right. Jeremy, sorry, it's buddy. Unbelievable. You tried it's a miracle. and you it's failed. A Christmas miracle. The lesson here is never try. <laughs> well, Homer Simpson for you. Okay. Forty dollars of my morning show money up for grabs next week with your killing me Shaws. I'm assuming he'll be back next week. If not, then we'll play your killing me jeans again. Go go for the record here. Two in a row, Gene. Congratulations. Caddyshack. Did not come out on this day. Many years ago, just thought it was appropriate since everybody's getting that itchy trigger finger when it comes to golf season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Saw our, our buddies over at Valley High posting that they've still got some mushy spots there on the course. So they're waiting until things dry out a little bit. But the nice thing is that the weather this week is going to be cooperative because not only is it going to be warmer, but it's going to be dry. There's no rain or snow or anything in the forecast in terms of precipitation. So. As things dry out, we'll start to see more golf courses open, and you can get out there and do your own damn gunga gunga. Ryan, Gene, Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by BetUS.com. It is also, of course, St. Patty's Day. I'm, yes. I'm sure you heard that uh, today is St. Patty's Day. And uh, what do you like on St. Patty's Day, Gene? I think I was just th- thinking about that. We didn't have a plan for dinner, really. So I I don't think I'm going to do corned beef and cabbage. because We're it's doing not, ours on Sunday. Are you? Okay. It's not, you know, when in Rome and all of that, but it's not as flavorful. I think I'd rather go with a Reuben or, oh, you know, something yeah, like corn that. Beef, corn beef and cabbage is a bland meal. But yes. it's one of those things where you take what God gave you yeah, in you Ireland did. and you make the best of it. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, I I love boiled cabbage. I I could eat it every day. Um, really, my mom yeah. likes it too. It's just oh, so. It. Yeah, it's bland. Oh, yeah. I get it. There's nothing there, but there's something about it. I just it it obviously has a ton of nostalgia for me growing up and and eating that. Not just on St. Patty's Day. My my uh, my family great, made it. Well, my great grandparents, my mother's grandparents, they were off the boat. Uh, they they are from Ireland. They're immigrants. Um, so we're only a couple of generations removed. So a lot of those traditional meals. Um, they still made all the time. Yeah. So my grandmother made when mm. I was a kid. And uh, being the oldest of all the grandkids, my mom was the oldest uh, daughter in her, on her side of the family. And so I was the oldest grandkid. And for a while, I was the only one. Uh, so I got all the all of the Irish stuff. But uh, I'd rather have like shepherd's pie. Oh, I love or, shepherd's pie. You get some lamb and you oh, get some vegetables and mashed potatoes. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 
you know, boiled potatoes are fine, but I would take mashed potatoes over boiled potatoes any day. So you give me mashed on top of some lamb and some vegetables, mm. and I'm in there like swimwear. Uh, by the way, Irish stew is uh, oh yeah, that too is uh, is a really good one as well. Obviously, you're adding some extra stuff there, but uh, every state's favorite traditional Irish food. Okay. What do you think? What do you think it is in Wisconsin? Uh, uh, Irish soda bread. Nope. Which is bland also, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and, uh, and it's a little tough on the mouth there. Uh, Reuben. Cold Cannon. It's a uh, side dish mashed potatoes mixed with cabbage or kale. Never heard of um, it. It's, it's not very common. A lot, of, Not a lot of, you don't go to an Irish. I've never mo- heard of it. Yeah, not a lot of Irish restaurants have it on the menu. But That's um, our favorite? Here in Wisconsin, yeah. In huh. Minnesota, it's Irish stew. In Iowa, it's corned beef and cabbage. And in Illinois, it's shepherd's pie. Mm. Um, but uh, rundown, according to Zipia.com, of each state's favorite traditional Irish delicacy. Uh, which doesn't necessarily have to be food, I guess, because they <laughs> included Irish coffee in this list. But um, soda bread, Colcannon, um, Irish stew, Irish coffee, Guinness pie, which Ooh, brings together the Irish staples delicious. of beef and Guinness beer, corned beef hash. Love me some corned beef hash. Love corned beef hash. Uh, and coddle, which is leftovers that often features sausage, black, uh, back bacon, chunky potatoes, mm. onion, and herbs. I could get behind that. It's sort of like Mexican food. Sort of like when you, you know, like for, you know, the. You take the. The, the four <laughs> items you got and you do the best you can and maybe you mix them up in different ways. But yeah, there's always going to be like potatoes. There's some kind of meats. And then there's going to be usually cabbage or maybe some onions in there. But uh, my wife, it was so funny when we first started dating. I was like, look, I'm like, I'm not like crazy Irish guy, you know, throwing my heritage in everybody's face. But I'm a meat and potatoes guy. And I I have to have that at at almost every dinner. So don't, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. I enjoy a nice uh, seafood every once in a while. But meat and potatoes are the staple uh, when you're an Irish person. But uh, most of uh, the states, of course, uh, in America, loving corned beef and cabbage, and I think we're going to go for that on Sunday when her parents come over for dinner. I could go for a Guinness right now. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning thanks to BetUS.com. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Bad news with happy music. We started that. I have some bad news. Good news with bad music. Good. Been done. But has anybody ever given you the good news? Good news? With Slayer. Slayer. Weekday mornings just after 7 a.m. The Morning Sickness presents Good News with Slayer. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Sixty years. That's how long this jacket has been missing. This guy was a superhero in a jacket that the superhero would wear. <laughs> Every time I'd do some adventure of some sort, I'd put on my official jacket because he gave me superpowers. And he mm-hmm. said he had a friend that was looking to find this relative. All I could think to say was, welcome home, Daddy. Dad had another job right then, and that was to take care of Pat. Oh, man. What? So much emotion. <laughs> Uh, a guy in Oregon just returned a World War II bomber jacket Ugh. to a veteran's family more than 60 years after this guy left it behind in a restaurant. 
World War II bomber jacket left at a Washington restaurant in the early 1950s returned to the daughter of its original owner more than 60 years later. The guy's name is Pat Nesbitt, lives in Oregon now, said he was five years old and undergoing treatment for polio when his uncle gave him the leather bomber jacket that he found abandoned in a Tacoma restaurant. Somebody came in, forgot the jacket, never came back and picked it up, gave it to his five-year-old nephew. Kid wore it, gave him superhero powers. He was dealing with polio. He said, when my uncle gave me the jacket from 10 years old to 18, I put on the jacket because it gave me superpowers. If he could do 40 missions in that jacket, I could sled down the hill, and I did. Most people could come back after 25, but he didn't. This guy was a superhero, and this is a jacket a superhero would wear. Said he kept the jacket in good condition over the decades, oiled it, replaced the cuffs and the zipper. Biggest goal was to find somebody that would appreciate it as much as I did and eventually give it back to the family. Uh, this guy said the name of the jacket's original owner, Miles F. Blum, written inside the jacket's lining. And in February, he decided to enlist the help of a friend to try and track down members of Blum's family. Using Ancestry.com, he was able to connect with Blum's daughter, Terry Sargent, who lives in Arkansas. Sargent said her father died when she was only 14. Quote, my dad and I were joined at the hip. When he coached the church softball team, I was the back girl. When he went to Dodger games, I went with him. We were very much alike. I loved my dad a lot. He flew B-24 bombers in that jacket. He flew 40 missions uh, in that jacket. Uh, he was all over Europe, France, and Germany. Sergeant just got the jacket in the mail this month. I don't know. I maybe would have made a special trip, make a road trip out of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I try. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Millions of packages get delivered every day, but something that special. Uh, as you heard her say there at the end, all I could think was, welcome home, daddy, which is silly for a grown woman to say, but that's how I felt. I could feel him there. I put my hand in the pocket. I could feel him there. Oof. Oof. <laughs> there you go. Some good news with Slayer here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. 60 years. Oh, my gosh. And in great shape because that guy yeah. took really good care of it. That's pretty cool. You don't hear about that a lot. And that uh, the story moved me to a couple of tears this morning. This is your wake-up service. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Thanks to BetUS.com. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. Top of the morning, my little shamrocks. What are you doing today? Celebrating St. Patrick's Day. St. Patty's Day. Yes. Wear green. Let's drink green beer. Yeah, it's St. Patty's Day. Everyone's Irish today. Very authentic St. Patty's Day experience. Where's your St. Patty's Day spirit? Happy St. Patty's Day. Hey, happy St. Patty's Day. Now, let us start. What is it? Showtime. Top of the morning to you. St. Patty's Day here on 95.7 The Rock. Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene. Do you have a, a lucky charm, Gene? Do you have something that you cherish that you think is also lucky for you? No, I'm thinking. No, no I mean. Like a four-leaf clover that you found when you were a kid that you pressed uh-uh. into a book or maybe a trinket that you got. I mean, I something. have prize. Things, right, you know, the window boxes my dad made me before he died and things like right. that I really value, but nothing that I feel like, oh, my gosh, I, I have this lucky underwear on. I'm going to win today. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that. In a recent survey, 38% of people said they oh, have sure. lucky I'm sure. charms. Mm-hmm. Rabbit's foot, four-leaf clover, lucky panties, as you I said. I have this little glass pig. That I got years ago, like okay. little, really, really tiny. And, you know, I called it the lucky pig for a while, but it's not like I, you know, <laughs> rub it in the mornings before I leave the house or anything. 
of those 38% of people uh, believe they do actually bring them good luck. Mm-hmm. Don't you do that with ball games? Isn't there a Red Sox thing you have to do? No. I thought you had a certain jersey or shirt or something you had to do with Red Sox. No, I mean, I have some loose rules about buying jerseys for players that haven't been on the team longer than five years. I tend to find that to be annoying. You know, a guy gets traded and is with your team for about a week and you buy a $150 jersey. Yeah, that's not a lucky thing, though. That's, I, that, I get yeah. that. That's just a rule. Uh, 61% of people believe their luck could be or would be worse if they didn't have their lucky charm. Huh. And 90% of people say luck is not evenly distributed. Uh, that some people are luckier than others, so maybe lucky charms do tip the scale in their favor. May the odds forever be in your favor, right? Survey also produced a list of signs that you're fortunate in life. It's a reminder that luck comes in more forms than just finding $20 on the sidewalk, which is always nice and doesn't happen very often. Uh, these things include having good health. <laughs> I don't know if that's luck. I mean, there's well, certainly yeah, life, is, sure. life is a gamble. Let's be honest. Everything you do is a gamble, right? But I, I think mm-hmm. there's some preparation you could put into having good health. Uh, never having major worries. Oof. Imagine that. Being close with your friends and family and stumbling into a dream job. That one is uh, certainly uh, sometimes luck-based, right? You may not be looking, and then all of a sudden somebody's like, hey, I was thinking about you the other day. But uh, lucky charms. They're magically delicious, Gene. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. They're magically delicious. I think I'm going to do Shamrock Shake later this afternoon. I haven't Smart. had one yet. I think I'm going to do beer. <laughs> okay. I get that. I feel you. That's what she said. But yeah, there's definitely uh, some beer in my future and some corned beef and cabbage. Might do it today. Might even do it again on Sunday. Definitely do it on Sunday, but might do it today as well. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by BetUS.com. Only on 95.7 The Rock. I've got a nap in my future, Gene. I know you do. Did not sleep very well last night, so this afternoon I've got nothing on the agenda other than... So March Madness, so why not take a little nap? I love naps. Took a couple earlier this week, too. Uh, a sleep expert explains how long a perfect nap should be. Okay. I like to just fall asleep and see what happens. Usually I I know that when I'm going to take a nap, it's only an hour, maybe an hour and a half. You've taken five-minute car naps, which I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But have you ever woken up from a nap and felt worse than you did before? Yes. You thought, hey, this nap's going to yep. do me right. I'm yep. going to reset the batteries. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> That's and it can ruin the rest of your night. Actually. Yeah, it really can. Yeah, I, I don't mind. And you can't asleep. predict when that's going to happen either. Right. That's a bummer. I don't mind falling asleep and not knowing how long it's going to take. But I, I just let the body do what the body's going to do when it comes to naps. Doctor Jeffrey Eiliff is a sleep researcher, and he gives you two choices when it comes to taking the perfect nap: how long it should be. If you're going to take a short nap, twenty to thirty minutes. I was just going to say that. You don't go into a deep sleep. You'll wake up feeling refreshed. Uh-huh. If you want to go longer, 90 minutes. And that's usually the, okay. the, the the spot where I'm at. That completes one full sleep cycle. And again, you'll feel uh, wake up feeling recharged. Here are some reasons why you should take a nap this weekend. It can charge your brain's batteries. A NASA study on astronauts found that taking naps improved working memory performance. 
That involves focusing attention on one task while having other tasks in your memory. And a different study found that people who work uh, or took afternoon naps had a better mental agility than people who didn't nap. Hmm. Yeah, I usually, when I when I take a nap, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, because I didn't sleep well the night before. Number two, because I'm just tired and, I sit, and I've got time on my hands, mm-hmm. so why not? Right. Uh, but I always uh, tend to feel like my mind's clearer after I take that nap. Uh, number two, five reasons you could take a, you should take a nap this weekend. Uh, it can lower your risk for heart problems. According to a study published in the journal Heart, taking a nap once or twice a week could lower your risk of heart attack or stroke. Yeah, I like that. Little side effect. Might help you get into shape as well. A 2020 study found the more sleep-deprived someone was, the more likely they were to consume sugar, fatty foods, and caffeine, right? To try and stay awake, get that sugar rush, that little afternoon chocolate. Get you going. Extra cup of coffee in the morning. Naps can also boost your creativity. I'm out on this one. Uh, What? (laughs) I'm not creative. Five reasons you should take a nap this weekend. Number four, naps can boost your creativity. Researchers have found that the right side of your brain stays active while you're napping. That's the side of your brain that's associated with creative tasks. Huh. Okay. Is that what does the dreaming? Sometimes, you know, I never remember them, but I know that I have some wild dreams every once in a while. Uh, and last but not least, five reasons you should take a nap this weekend. Uh, we just lost an hour of sleep. Yeah. Springing forward for Daylight Savings Time inspired National Napping Day, which was this past Monday. So if there ever was a time to start incorporating naps, it would be right now. I always, if I have a short amount of time, I always figure, okay, if I have 20 minutes or half an hour, right. if would I sleep that much longer in the morning? Would I be like excited if you know you, you wake up the, and you're you like a math. half an hour you're and doing then math. I, I I am you All know right. or you wake up math. and you're like you know you've got a half an hour left on before you have to get out of bed and you enjoy that and you try to go so I'm like well if I can just lay down that much time it'll be great yeah I just look at it as I've got nothing to do this afternoon why not just lay on the couch and see what happens <laughs> yeah that's not <laughs> the nice thing is our dogs are are really. They're snuggly just, well they're couch dogs you know what i mean like your dogs are crazy they're not crazy oh they're active <laughs> yes and they're interacting with each other yes. our dogs don't do that they're not playing or fighting with one another the cat sort of just kind of minds his own business so for me it's nice i can just go home and it's quiet and i can i can lay down on the couch and no one's gonna be uh, you know in need of anything They'll just lay on the couch and be like, cool, nap time. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Thanks to BetUS.com. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Rise and shine. The best of the morning sickness. Too early for flapjacks? Only on 95.7 The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is, in fact, the weekend, and uh, the weather today not going to be great. 42, dropping throughout the day, 28 during the overnight, and some rain at some point. You said it's going to be even worse in Madison, where you're heading? Uh, yeah, the forecast was not good. It was like 36 and rain, constant rain. Well, if you don't want to be outside in the rain, you'd rather be inside making memories. Tell me, what's going on? Get to High Roller. Tonight, uh, adult night. Oh, I saw that. 18 That's plus. fun. They do it every, uh, the first and third Friday of every month. Skate to your favorite tunes, 70s, 80s, 90s. They take requests, and it's only six bucks. And that includes your roller skates or your roller That's blades. super fun. 
And you skate around from, what, 8.30 to 10, I think it is? Uh, 10.30? For the adult-only skate night over at High Roller. My wife and her friend Angie were talking about, maybe not this week, but at some point going and checking that out. Adult night over at High Roller. Go, go roller skating, man. Couple skate. Let's skate in the opposite direction. Got kicked out I wonder of a, if they do the big dice and all the games that they, you know. I would assume so. That's uh, I got kicked out of a roller rink when I was a kid. No way. I was, yeah. Well, it wasn't because I was a cause of trouble. It was because I kept making out with this girl that I was there with. And they're like, this is a place for families not to make one. And then they kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Start off tonight with uh, some roller skating over at High Roller. Adults only. Got to be 18 or older. Uh, also, just an FYI, no alcohol in the building. So uh, take that into account. If yeah. you can't have a good time without a beer in your hand, then that's maybe not for you. Uh, tomorrow morning, rather than driving around and wasting your precious gas that costs so damn much, looking for yard sales and garage sales, why not find them all in one place? The Street Market Indoor Garage Sale at the Onalaska Omni Center featuring 25-plus vendors selling all sorts of different stuff. Tools, clothing, all sorts of things. Multiple vendors all in one spot. Free to attend. Runs from 8 to 4 at the Omni Center. But they do ask that you bring a non-perishable food item uh, to donate. The Street Market Indoor Garage Sale tomorrow at the Omni Center from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. Tomorrow night, you can join me at the main in event space in downtown La Crosse. Live comedy. Live comedy. Two comedians and yours truly telling dick and fart jokes. Doors open at 7. Comedy starts at 8. It's only 10 bucks to get in. You can buy your tickets online if you go to the uh, Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or you can go to aroundrivercity.com. But uh, Jeff LaFleur and Mario Robinson will be your comedians and I will be your host tomorrow night at the main an event space in downtown La Crosse. Live comedy in a really cool room, by the way. A room that's essentially designed for comedy. Yeah, it's awesome in there. It's cool. And then hashtag Sunday Funday. It's chicken Q season. Chicken and, Q. And there's a couple happening. Uh, I know Doc's got his smoker uh, calendar. I've got my chicken Q calendar. Uh, Sunday, if you're in the Sparta area, they're having a chicken Q fundraiser for the Sparta Youth Hockey Association at the Zone Bar and Grill. Meals are 12 bucks. Includes a half a chicken with two sides. Starts at 11, runs till 4, or obviously when they run out of chicken. Now, if you're in the area, lacrosse on the south side, especially Shelby Fire Department, Chicken Q, 55th annual. Yeah, you heard me right. 55th annual Shelby Fire Department, Chicken Q. When I go home today, they should be having those grills all set up in the parking lot of the oh, fire yeah, department. Oh, yeah, smells so good. How can you resist? Well, I don't know. I can't because I live literally I know, a, I know. a stone's throw away. The Chicken Q is on Sunday for the Shelby Fire Department. Runs from 1030 until 530 or, as I mentioned before, until they run out of chickens, which is... Entirely possible. The event is a drive through slash walk-up only event. Tickets are only 11 bucks. Includes a half a chicken with all the trimmings, and you can buy them online or at the Shelby Town Hall. Hashtag Sunday Funday with a couple of chicken cues in the area. One in Sparta, one at the Shelby Fire Department. And there you go. There's three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. You can find my list on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And you can find many more events listed at aroundrivercity.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you want to hear us talking about or you want to see it featured at AroundRiverCity.com, you can submit it for free right there on the website. It's a pretty sweet deal. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. 
you've missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.